What's going on in the world? Like, really, what, what's going? Something going on besides Corona? Cause I don't really even know what to say. It's just been very bizarre. It's been weird. I, it's been every, weird. Every time we talk, I say it's like we're in the twilight zone. That's how it feels. We're just like in a scene from the twilight zone. And every other time, every time we talk, it's something different. It's like another scene, right? That's my point. It's not like <laughs> it's not like one thing happens and you kind of get back to normal. See, it's like every day it's just something weird that's moving through the universe right now. And I'm <clears throat> excuse me, I'm making a very um I'm making a point to stay positive, you know, obviously, but it's 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 a lot. I mean, I I'm drinking, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> we don't have no inch <laughs> you know I had to remember I had to Google when we were in quarantine, I had to Google if you have a drink a day, does that make you an alcoholic? Remember mm-hmm. I thought y'all did that? Mm-hmm. And um several articles said that that does not make you an alcoholic. So that was all the confirmation that I needed. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you the justification that I, I don't even need just it's helping me keep myself centered right now. Like, you know, I'm not recommending for you all out there that are looking at us, but this is my way. Okay. I'm just, this is how I'm dealing with some things right now. Um, I don't know how Keyshawn is going to edit this, but I guess, you know, we can say, I don't know what episode this is. Welcome to mama's on the move quarantine edition. Um, <laughs> Yeah, quarantine edition. Yeah, quarantine edition. This is our first time getting together. <clears throat> Pandemic slash quarantine edition. Yeah, because technically we're not in quarantine anymore, although I do think we're close to going back because of everything that's going on. I kind of sort of think we need to. I kind of feel like if we don't, we're never, we're going to be living in this state forever. And this is just, this is just not an acceptable way of living. This is America. And I have greater, I had greater faith in our, government didn't have us in the situation when this first happened well let me say this first welcome to mama's on the move we don't know what episode this is we don't know we just here we have been uh, ourselves right huh we're supposed to introduce ourselves you don't think they know who we are right there no but girl some what what if this episode is the first for some people you know we just kind of jump well, you in. go ahead and introduce yourself and then i will sit while you introduce yourself and then i will be happier by the time you get to me and then i will introduce myself tell the people about you brandy hunter lewis well i am but it's just like a name i don't i ain't gonna tell y'all my whole life story oh well you said if it's their first time they might not know who we are so i figured you wanted to tell everything okay well a little bit we'll say a little bit so i am brandy hunter lewis i am I'm a realtor. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I am, um, you know, a friend. I'm all of that. So Keisha's my girl, one of my best friends in the world. And if this is your first episode, I think you need to do yourself a major, um, you'd be doing yourself a disservice not to go back and listen to all of our episodes. Because Absolutely. They're amazing. They will, you'll get caught up on who we are, what we bring to this platform. So yeah, so that's my that's my spiel. And I am Keisha Johnson, and I am um, a realtor, mother of one. Um, I have some serious indigestions. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. If I burp, excuse me ahead of time, okay? I'm just okay. Um, and Brandon's one of my best friends in the world. We've been riding through this thing for ooh we what about 13, 14? It seemed like 14 years, 15. I don't know. Something like that. By somewhere in around in there. Anyway, and I'm about, well, I was about to be an empty desk, but that ain't happening. We'll get into that. I got a lot to bring y'all up <laughs> to date on. Oh my gosh, a lot has happened. Okay, so that's us. And this is Mama's on the Move. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. So yeah. B, you asked me last night, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, hell, pick something. I mean, it's a whole, we got a whole bunch of stuff we can talk about, but I think what we always do is start with what's been going on with you, what's been going on with me, and then we can just get into the state of the world and how we're dealing with this shit, because this is a whole, this is a real shit show we're living in right now. I think that's your phone. Let me meet my phone. It is, and I, I wish I could, yeah, I wish I could, I damn mute my phone, but Excuse me, unfortunately, I'm on my laptop, so them damn dings are still going to come through unless I'm muted here, too. I'm not that sophisticated to turn. Let me see if I can just go to my text and turn them muted on here. Um, 
that requires a little level of skill that I don't think I have. So, <laughs> oh, do not disturb. No, 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 let me see. No, no, no. No, it's not gonna let me do that. So we're just gonna, y'all just gonna have to ignore the things if they come through on my um, laptop. But um, what you asked me, what have, what have I been up to? Mm-hmm. So, okay, and we, we're covering maybe what, two, three months? Have not Our last episode mm-hmm. was what, before we went into quarantine, right? Mm-hmm. So was that early March? Mm-mm. February? I think we was in February. We were in February because I hadn't even had my in-person thing yet. We did it before that. Well, it's been a minute. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell y'all what's been going on with me the last four months. I'm just gonna summarize it. Um I've been busy, been extremely busy with business, um, a lot of shifting going on within my business. And then on top of that, we went into quarantine and my business just kind of stopped abruptly. Um, had a lot just Dealt with a lot of terminations, a lot of clients easy about what was going on, but that allowed me some downtime, some much needed downtime. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I enjoyed quarantine. I enjoyed it. It was. I had all of my, my boys home from school. We had a household of six young men, and then of course, you know, my mother lives with us. It was bananas. It, but it was a crazy <laughs> kind of good, bananas in a good way, you know. Yeah, we had a family all together. You know, I took on some projects that I don't normally have time to do. Like I did my deck, you know, and then I, I planted some flowers. I did gardening. So I just really just gave me, afforded me an opportunity to do some things that I really love to do, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm a family person. And so I love just spending time with my family. It was weird because we had not had all of our children home like that under one roof together um ever you know I have a large blended family mm-hmm. so um so that was a unique experience especially um being that we have young adults and getting them to buy into the whole quarantine and staying in place and and just wrapping your mind around okay I can't really I don't have a freedom and the luxury to do it right. so so we bucked you know what I'm saying it was a lot of bucking going on initially Mm-hmm. But then they bought into it. You know, they bought into it. I found myself cooking. Um, I was, a, I, I turned also into a professional chef. You know, I was cooking. <laughs> I was cooking often. But I was cooking so much that I was like, you know what? This is not life. I can't do this. Like, right. I can't maintain this. This ain't what oh, I do yeah. every day. Yeah. All right. So it was something I attempted to do on the front end. I maybe did it for a good two weeks. But then I was like, oh, no, y'all jokers on your own. I'm going to just cook one meal. You know, a day, and maybe that may be breakfast, that may be dinner, but then after that, you're on your own. So, um, but it was really, it was, I, lo- I enjoyed that freedom of just being able to, um, just to connect with myself and my family and, and being in tune with the things that I like to do. Right. And I don't normally have time to do. So I felt, I felt like, man, when my life slows down, this is going to, this is it. This is what life should look like. Mm-hmm. But what it also showed me was that when life does slow down, or I'm saying, or no, excuse me. What it also showed me was that I got to figure out a way to make life slow down, to enjoy these things, even before it really slow down. Right. You got to live while you're living. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. So, so yeah. So, but it's crazy because I said that. And then as soon as kind of Georgia opened back up, yeah. oh my God, the floodgates opened. You know, I was back to like business was popping. I'm like, man, it was like I was ha- having to make up before for lost time because, yeah. you know, you just had to accommodate the demand. And that's what I was doing. That's what I'm still doing. So, um, but in the midst of that, you know, I'm not complaining because of course business, you know, you, you want an, an abundance of business, but I also miss this morning I had some, uh, some, just a couple of hours before my first appointment and my husband and I are doing a project. We're building a tiny house for my mother in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I looked at him and I was like, you know what? How about we quit our jobs and just do, do this. Do, do this. <laughs> Build tiny houses. Yeah. And, and just do work on the projects in our yard and our, in our, in our home, just, you know, tend our home, like, you know, farm and garden and, and just, yeah. I said, man, in a perfect world, that would just be dope. Girl, you'd be bored in a minute. No, I'm listen, I don't know, Keisha. I don't I, I can't say that because 
I wasn't bored when I was quarantining. I, there was no. Yeah, but I think we also knew that was a temporary. Hold on a second. Uh, I got to get some Tums. I'll be right back. But I'm, I'm having a little. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Keyshawn can edit that out. But I think we all knew that was a temporary way of life, too, though. Don't you think? It was temporary, but it was like, it was good. Like, I don't know. I I liked it, but... Well, I think it's because, too, Brandy, you run at such a... I'm not going to say ridiculous pace because it's your life, but you just overdo everything, in my opinion. We've talked about that before, but... yeah. I overfunction. You um, overfunction. That's the word I was looking for. You overfunction. So I think you needed it. Hell, I think we all needed it, honestly. I I I like you enjoy quarantine, but go ahead. No, but um must say all that to say, I'm still looking for that balance and haven't quite achieved it yet, but I'm still finding time just to squeeze in the stuff that that makes my heart sing and mm-hmm. you know, like watering my flowers and being out on my deck. Even if it's a lot later, you know, like we find ourselves, you know, out, girl, we ended up barbecuing at like 1130 at night the other night after we finished doing work and working mm-hmm. on projects and stuff. But, you know, we, we're going to find a way to create some balance and, um, you know, until things really slow down, you know, retirement or whatever that looks like, then you just got to find, you just got to create it. You got to create the, uh, a life that makes sense for you and, and try to just balance it as much as you can. So, yeah. That, that's me. That's what I, I just kind of did the fast paced version. Of course, there's a lot more going on with all my kids and all that good stuff. And we'll, you know, just touch on that here and there. Yeah, we'll touch on that as we, we catch up on the kids and stuff like that. But yeah. you also had something else to happen. I think this major enough that you should announce. Oh, girl, I forgot about that girl. Yeah. yeah. Yes, girl. I switched companies. I switched brokerage firms. So thank you for the reminder. I um I left KW after being with KW for 13 years mm-hmm. and I went to a brokerage firm called Compass. And so a lot of people were curious, like, well, what made you switch? What made you switch? And to be honest, it was, you know, they have been recruiting me for almost a year. And I just would never even, I wasn't even open-minded enough to exploring it because I was comfortable, you know, where I was. It was, you know, it was familiar to me. I, I just, kept telling you you need to at least talk to the people. Yes, but then I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm You're good. Like, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere, Keisha. I'm not going nowhere. I'm like, yeah, and, and so that was what I was stuck on until, you know, when things started to slow down and I had more t- a little more time on my hands, I really kind of had the opportunity to hear them out. And, you know, what they presented to me, you know, in terms of just the support, agent support, technology, um, the staff, just it just made business sense for me as a, as a woman, where I am in my career, what I need in my career at this phase of my, in this season of my business, mm-hmm. it just made total sense for me to make the transition. And, um, and it's been a great move. It's like, you know, you know, all the things you hear, of course, people make a lot of promises up front and your hope is that, you know, it's they, not, they, they keep them, they keep the promises yeah. that they make. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and I can say that, you know, it's what July, so I've, it's been what March, April, major. Yeah. So about three, um, you know, going on four months, um, since I've made the transition and it's been a good move for me. So I'm excited, um, about, you know, got a nice new office, corner office and, you know, me and my assistant, we just, you know, jazzing up the little space and making it our own. And so it's, it's been a good move and that shift, um, that shift, I have to say that like sometimes when you step out of your comfort zone, because I don't I don't like change in, in ways like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. like to, to stick with what's comfortable. I keep my crew, my same set of friends that, that are tried and true. I don't too much stray from what is familiar to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now I push myself from a business standpoint, but still Keller Williams, they didn't like it wasn't like they did something to me to, to push me out the door. That was a business. It was a good business move. Yeah, it was, it was just a good business move. And, and I since I feel like since I've made that shift, you know, kind of stretching myself to get someone out of my comfort zone, the universe has responded. Like I mean, literally, 
we've been going nonstop. So I'm, I'm just, I'm elated. I'm, I'm real. It feels really good. The space I'm in right now feels really, really good. Um, you know, our kids are making their way. No, we're going to talk about kids later. So, but yeah, but that was the other big thing that happened to me during quarantine. Was yeah, we had to share that news. I mean, I know I'm sure the people that follow you on Instagram saw the announcement, but I'm sure they were all like, well, what, like you said, wonder what, what happened when at the end of the day, it was just an opportunity. You, did your due diligence. Lord knows we went back and forth. I felt like I, I felt like I was leaving. I know, right? <laughs> we were all in the group text, like, well, girl, go back at this, girl. You know, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I, I mean, it, I'm, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. You work hard for it. You earned it. And, and hey, it, it was time to move. I mean, you know, like they say, comfort is comfortable, but nothing grows there. Yeah. So you had already gone to the top top agent in the, in the, in the, um, what you call it? Southeast and, and, and all the different things you wanted to accomplish. Yeah. You had done it basically, you know, you had achieved all your goals. And so now you can set new goals, new place, new opportunities, um, new exposure, all of that good stuff. So we're proud of you. Happy for you. Thank you. Um, let's see, what have I had going on the last couple of months? What's going on with you, Miss Keisha? Girl. So let's see. Um, Right before quarantine, I had my first in-person, what did I call it? Um, the Keeping it real on real estate round table. And it was my first time doing something by myself. You know, we had done some things together and, you know, had a group type thing going and, you know, um, we all decided to move in different direction. And so this was me doing my, being like on a stage or whatever you want to call it by myself. So I was nervous as I don't know what, <clears throat> and I was like, oh my gosh, what if people don't buy? What if people don't come? You know, it's just me, blah, 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 blah. And I sold out in like four days and I was just blown away. I did it at Keller Williams office. And what really took me aback was people who flew in. I'm like, well, was there something else going on in Atlanta this weekend? She was like, no, she was like, and I was like, well, what real estate company are you with? And she was like, she told me she lived in Texas. I said, well, what firm are you with? She told me, I don't know, Anderson McGee and so-and-so. And I was like, oh, I've not heard of that company. She said, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, an attorney. And I said, an attorney? She was like, yeah, been following you for about three years. She said, first of all, let me just say this. She pulled me to the side. This sister said, she pulled me to the side. She said, let me tell you something. You got to stop playing yourself small. She mm. was like, I came to see you. She said, once a month, I do something just for me to get away from the husband and the kids. And it's my me time. And this month I chose to come down here and listen to you. Wow. And you got to stop playing yourself small. She had like a whole little word for me. Like she had been waiting to tell me that for them three years, she followed me. <laughs> and um, so it was like, it was a really good experience though. And I did it on what would have been my mama's um, birthday. And, yeah. and, and, and I was just so empowered and so ready. Like everybody was like, when is the next? You got to do one every month, one every quarter, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. But it was really good. And then uh, Corona came to visit. <laughs> has has, has oh. moved in without invite invitation. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of that, DJ committed. Or we'll, we'll talk about DJ later because we're talking about kids later. But in the midst of getting into quarantine, you know, I decided to put myself out there on the dating site. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I met a couple of people here and there, and it was one that really had, you know, kind of showed more interest. And, you know, I kind of was interested in him. So because of Corona, you know, our first couple of times it was cool. We could meet up. But then after Corona hit, we kind of had to do the social distancing meetup. And, yeah. you know, it was good. I mean, he was cool, but it was like, I'm a, I'm a big person on consistency. So when a person gets inconsistent or they don't do the same thing they've been doing, which is the same thing is inconsistent, I start to get a little taken aback. So we had a conversation. He said he just needed some time, which you know the whole story, blah, 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 blah. He's since come back around. Yeah. And, you know, I think I'm going to give it another shot. Everybody, you know, like people aren't perfect. But um, that's been a big step for me, just putting myself out there. But the one thing that came along during quarantine for me was kicking it with Keisha went kind of like... Um, Global. Right, like, yeah. Oh, like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's crazy. I'm just like, every, it's just so, so, for, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, no, you know, I get on IG Live, I talk, been doing it for like two years. And then it went from having real estate conversations to just talking about life and giving advice and sharing my story. And so I realized I wanted to get more in depth with some of that stuff. And I felt like, let me just move this to a different platform. Everybody's home. I'm going to charge 
$15 a ticket and see what people do. I had a hundred women on there the first week. It was unbelievable. I just couldn't believe it. And so and I said, well, I'm gonna charge $20 then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, let me go to up the price. And so Kicking It With Keisha has gone to a different platform in the process, in the midst of that, I have also gone to a VIP private membership for now 48 women that are uh, pay a monthly fee to be a part of this membership group with Kicking It With Keisha. It really is a women's empowerment group. Um, but it gets really real in there. And I realized, so we've done that for about... What are your two rules of the group? The two rules of the group is um, no judgment. Like, I don't care what anybody shares. And the second rule is this is my shit. So if you don't like it, if you don't like how I'm running it, you can always lead a meeting. It ain't no thing. I ain't going to take it personal. Because the one thing I did want to have is another place where people just come and be, woe is me, and there's no action behind what you need to do to get out of that space because i lived in that space for a long time so i know how easy it is to get there and stay there but i won't tolerate that in what i have now created because god didn't bring me through that to just allow people to be a part of something where they're just gonna sit there every week and talk about my mama used to whoop me my daddy did this my mom my boyfriend the man did me wrong like we all got a story i always say that we all do and the decision to be different from the story you have is up to you and I, I mean, for myself, until I got to that woe is me space, I just kept woe is me in. I just kept reliving the same life over and over and over again. And so it gets really real. You've been on there a few times. I have. It's, it gets <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It's, you know, I, I'm, I get to reap the benefit of Keisha, you know, Keisha talks and Keisha's realness and, and authenticity. I get that just because we're great friends, you know? Mm -hmm. But these women get to experience her you know, on a, on a deeper level, I'm just, I'm used to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm blessed to, to be able to get, you know, what you offer and, and just what you offer as a, as a really great friend, but your level, like your maturity level and, and just the wisdom that you bring and, and the care and concern. And, and I, you know, I've told you before that you can sometimes be a little brash, yeah. but you do it in a way but you, you do it in a way where you're still showing care and concern so people don't feel condemned, you know? Right. Right. So, so there's no condemnation. I love it that you created this platform where women can just share because people be sharing some deep stuff, honey. They be sharing some deep stuff. Like I be, Sometimes I'm like, okay, let me go get a drink. I'm going to come right back because I'm like, this is because I tell people all the time, like, I ain't got no degree. I just went by college. I don't really know. I'm just somebody that lived through some shit, but they be bringing some stuff like, okay, give me one minute. I'll be right back. But I, but somehow, some way, God gives me the advice or, or whatever to share with them. And a lot of times it's just, they already know the answer. That's the thing about it. Oftentimes what we need to do already is there. It lives within us. We need confirmation for somebody else that we respect, that we trust, that we know we're not going to bring the bullshit. The problem mm -hmm. is we have so many people that live in a circle of people who just keep coddling them and you can't grow in that space and you wow. just keep on. And then you get out here in the world and you super duper sensitive. And that's why I always tell people it's not for the sensitive. Cause yeah. I am not going to tell you what you want to hear. What hearing, getting what you tell, being told what you want to hear is what got you here. Right. Where you stuck at the age right. you are not moving how you want to move and living the life you want to live. Cause your mama them wouldn't tell you, your daddy them wouldn't tell you, or he might not be around or she wouldn't be around. Like everybody be having all these issues and we live in that shit and we never grow. And yeah. I think that the reason a lot of people can identify with me, but more than that, respect what I have to say. Cause they know I've been through so much. Yeah. So if I'm here in this space and I can still praise God, be happy, you know, they like, that sister done been through some stuff. So let me, I can, I know she going to keep it a buck with me and, you know, so on and so forth. So that's been probably the biggest thing. That came. I like, I like one of your Keisha is Keisha isms, you know, where you say, you know, you can either be breaking, be adding a link or breaking a chain every day. Every decision we make, we're either adding a link or breaking a chain. That's a fact. And so when you look at when you look at generations of poverty generations of teenage pregnancy generations of men you know people without fathers a drug addiction somebody had to come along and do something different to break that from going into the next generation like i know for a fact my sister and i choosing the type of men that we did we broke that chain of domestic violence that seemed to have permeated every generation of woman in our family mm -hmm. so with 
with our decisions, with what we knew we wanted. Because sometimes seeing things, a lot of times people use the excuse of um, what they saw as to why they are the way they are. Well, my dad, you, I, I posted something the other day and this girl actually found it, it totally separate from me and she, she tagged me in it today, but it, it was something, it was something I, I would like to share because, uh-huh. because it's real, but it says two brothers were raised by an alcoholic father, which I was. One grew up to be an alcoholic and when asked what happened, he said, I watched my father. The other grew up and never drank once. And when asked why he said, I watched my father. Uh-huh. It's all about a choice. And they say, it is your perspective that determines your future. Yeah. yeah. You know, we all have a story. Glass half empty or is it half full? You know? Period. Yeah. That's it. So, and I, I mean, it took me a long time to get to that place and be able to see that because I did feel, um, you know, I did feel angry and, and, and like picked on and all of that. But the reality is, I remember not long ago, as a matter of fact, it was your ass. I said to you, um, it was early morning text, one of me, you and Nay's early morning group text. And, or we was on IDN, whichever one, every morning we on one or the other, like, mm-hmm. you know, before we get the day started usually. Mm-hmm. And I was in a woe is me space. And you said, Keish, I just read, and I don't know if she's a Facebook friend or she's somebody who's just a, I mean, I don't know if she's a friend of yours in real life or somebody you're Facebook friends with, but the person had wrote about their terminally ill child. Do you remember this? Mm, yeah 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 and baby when i say you shut me down you basically like i i you know i just can't i'm currently chanting i'm read about a sister that has a terminally ill child and it put me right in perspective i mean i immediately it snapped me back but that's what i'm saying a lot of the women that are in my group don't have a tribe like that Mm. that's going to keep it 100 and yeah. some of them have been so hurt and damaged by relationships or friendships that they just don't trust women mm. they just don't trust other women and you know and, and that to me is sad but that to me has been the biggest blessing i mean i always say you know i think we all went into 2020 with 2020 is the year of perfect vision yeah. and now i have said 2020 is the year of the pivot yeah. and i'm not backing off my goals and i think you know, I like you had several clients to cancel contracts. I mean, when Corona hit, I had seven and I had four people immediately just, and I was like, you know what? And I just started looking at what, you know, I looked at what I had already started building and I had already started, and I, you know, and the reality is you told me it's probably been about two years or more, maybe three. Keisha, you got to monetize that. Yeah. You told, you were the first person to tell me that you got to figure out a way. And I'm like, how the hell are you monetize this talking to people? Well, here we are. And it ain't, it ain't and where it's going, I don't know, but I know it's gonna be big. That's what I do know. Cause it's coming from an authentic place and space and it's a need. So yeah. when you got that and God all in it. You can't you can't do nothing but prosper. Right. Yeah. That's what I feel. That's kind of how I feel about it. So that was the biggest aha moment for me um in quarantine and that in this space um in this time my niece my nephew i have a 27 year old nephew Cortland, he moved in and his girlfriend moved in with me they down there shacking up girl ain't that something i never thought i'd let people shack up in my house i'm supposed to be like you know what i'm saying but let me tell you she's it's a different day and you gotta you gotta you know we we spend so much time that's why i say with my 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 rules and kicking on keisha's no judgment but she's studying for the mcat Mm-hmm. He is hardworking. He had been a police officer for almost eight years, decided he wanted to venture out and start his own business. So now he's pressure. He, he, he's pressure watching something that's really, to me, backbreaking work. It's hard work and you got to go slow. And yeah. he is so happy. He's mm. so happy. He's working for himself. He, he, he happened to run into a man at the, at the repair place um, for one of the pressure washers that my brother, why my brother owned a commercial grade pressure washer? Who knows? He just <laughs> shit. So Corlin had went to get a piece for him. And this is why I always say, God being everything when you live authentically. Yeah. Portland, when he wanted to leave the police department, his daddy said, okay. Like, he's like, dad, I tried it this way. I went to school, got my degree. I went and became police officer. He said, but I'm just not happy. And they don't, they don't support and protect us enough. You know, I'm out here risking my life every day. And my brother said, okay, well, what you want to do? He said, I just know I want to work for myself. He went to take the repair to the, the thing to get repaired. And the guy said, what you know about this kind of equipment, son, this older man? He was like, oh, oh, I don't, sir. I'm just bringing it for my dad, you know, and I'm, you know, who, who needs to get it repaired. He said, oh, he said, well, if you ever decide you want to get into something, call me. He said, because I own blah, 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 blah. Long story short, 
we can have later Colin was on the road with him. That man has a three, four million dollar, um, about three, three and a half million dollar a year hot pressure washing business. Wow. Contracts with Lowe's, Home Depot, um, Pier, not Pier One, um, it's another one, but one of them kind of places. Yeah. And from all in the Southeast, and he brought Cortland along the world when he said, if you if you become dependable, Cortland ended up with over the three months in quarantine becoming his right hand. Like, wow his right-hand person. He worked. He was working seven days a week, 12, 16 hours a day. And now he's put Cortland on his own to cover some of those contracts. So now Cortland actually has people that he subcontracts to work for him up under that umbrella. So unreal. It, 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 it's, it's unreal. In three months, three, four months. But like you said, when you honor your spirit, because that, yes. that's authentic self, your spirit, when he did that, and when you're in alignment, we've always thrown this word out, alignment. Yes. Yes. You know, the right doors are going to open. The right resources will be available to you. Like, that's what happened to him. Yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely, like you said, honoring our spirit. And so for me, you know, I kind of feel like culturally as black people, we always want our kids gone. At like 18, you got to get out of here. You got to go to army, got to go to work, got to get out of here, you got to go to school, you know? And I, and I do think we need to have a plan. I absolutely think that. But I also, I also notice like when I show certain properties and, you know, you can tell culturally a lot of times well how can i say i'm a realtor so it's a, the bottom line is culturally other there are more other cultures that they don't they believe in staying together until everybody can you know what i mean they honor their elderly they don't say oh at 18 you got to get out of here without a plan um you know i mean my brother left home at 17 right at graduation he never came back home um but it was like the pressure that he felt like i gotta go to work i gotta go work gotta go to work and i mean you got like your you whole life to work. Out. exactly and the reality is you st my nephew is 27 28 years old he still need he still need his daddy today okay it's like they young adults can be just as needy as these ones to 16 15 you know what i mean so they still need guidance and i want to say i will be able to say that when they're saving money and be able to move and 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 you know he is gonna propose is what I've been told. So, you know, yeah, they'll be able to still watch this episode. <laughs> right, true that, true that. Might have to have Keyshawn edit that out. But you know, she um, so you know, this gives them an opportunity to get a better start. And like, I would love to be able to sell this house to them because my my nephew is a country kid. He loved dogs and deer yeah. and hunting and shit yard and care for that house girl yeah so it would be great if i'm if he's in a position to buy this house when i'm ready to sell it you know what i mean so if if, if he's in a position to do that and by that time my talk show is national and i don't really need as much money for it as it's worth you know what i mean <laughs> you, can, you can have it i mean we, my parents bought this land when i was six years old so it would be amazing to me to keep it in the family and i know that that is what my parents wanted like to see their grandson here and, they, and their daughter here like this other generations and so I, I think that's super important and and i and what i think too like in this season just like today i sent you a renee that text you saw that text for that check that i thought i, was, I opened i thought it was a medical yes yeah, so i was i was in the middle of dealing with real estate yeah, so. yeah. but I, I know for a fact that when we sold there is no doubt. I mean, I literally opened that bill today thinking, let me go pay these people. I'm sick of these people sending me mail. And now I'm glad I didn't pay it because they actually owe me money. Oh, that was a nice little check. Yes. You know, surprise. So I know what well, in this season I have had more to 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 I've been in I've been in it's been I'm in the overflow. Yeah. And it's been a minute. And so it's like that that's how I know when you sow seeds, man. And sometimes I remember one week I didn't do kicking with Keisha and I told him, I said, Y'all, I just need a week off because it's heavy. It's a lot. You yeah. know, you got these people that are sharing some deep, deep secrets and some stuff. And and some of them DM me after the show and like I didn't want to say anything, but I got did I had one DM me last night after the show. I almost needed another drink. I said, sis. Because she privately messaged me during it and told me, I really, really need to talk to you, but I cannot do it on here. I'm just too ashamed. I can't share. And when she shared, I was like, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you did share because um, she's a realtor. But, you know, it, 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 but I know right now that is the work that I'm supposed to be doing. I really sincerely believe that. And I know that. I know it in my spirit. I've always told you that, that I didn't know what direction it was going. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't know the direction it was going to go. But I know that your platform is larger than is like you're going to be able to touch the masses. Yeah, like, I've all I've just known it. You know what I'm saying? I've I've known it in my spirit. And I, and, and it was just a matter of time. It was a matter of you being able to 
grow into a space where you could work through your stuff. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So t- timing is everything. Time everything. is everything. And it's, it's happening in a way where, you know, your baby is on his way out the door yep. and it allows you the freedom and the flexibility to, to focus more on you. Yes. Yeah. What God has planned for you in this next season. Yes. You know, I told you about um, th- this book called The Seasons of a Woman's Life. And, mm-hmm. and I, t- I, I told you I was going to text you the four chapters. It was, you know, it's autumn. Um, what comes after autumn, Keisha? Fall. Fall. It's autumn, winter, spring, and summer, right? Mm-hmm. And, so, and they talk about, it's, it's such a beautiful, beautiful passage because we find ourselves as women holding on to, to, to things when God is moving us into a, a new season, right? Into, into yes. a, another level or, or whatever it is. Yes. But we find ourselves holding on to, to again, what is familiar, to, to what is comfortable, to what we know. But I'm like, not knowing on the other side, this next season is just something that we, it's just going to blow our minds, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we got to be willing to, and we got to be willing and open. What's the thing that I always tell you and Renee? Open heart, open mind. Just to have yes. an open heart and an open mind. And, um, and I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna send it to you because I think it's so important. The message is so strong and so clear that there shouldn't be any guilt associated with, with the season that you're in right now. Cause sometimes yeah. as women, we put that place that yes, guilt, yes. Know, oh my God. Yes. To feel this, we don't deserve like, you know, cause we, we've always been so committed and devoted to, to either work or our children. And, and so we're so used to pouring all of that into them. And then when that season kind of, I don't want to say it dries up, but it's not, it's, 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 it's emerging into a different, yeah. you know, it's about to look different, you know, yeah. they're still going to need us. They're going to always need us. Absolutely. Always. Now DJ is going, he, you know, he's about to be growing into young adulthood. It's going, he's going to be, you know, approaching his life in a different way. Yeah, so he is. you won't be needed as much. And no, that has been, so it, you know, um, that, yeah, it, it's it's a, it's an interesting season because you're right, and he's so freaking Scorpio-ish. It just drives me crazy. You're a Scorpio too. I, I'm surrounded by Scorpios, but he is going to go forth. He's gonna go forth, and I, I've just had to get my mind wrapped around it. He gone. He gonna go wherever the opportunity is. If somebody call him tomorrow and say he can come to Korea and play baseball, he's gonna like, Mama, I gotta go to Korea. Oh. I'm out of here. I, I, I change, 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 change. He gonna be out like for real. That he is, and he gonna be like, and he, he. It's just I have learned that that is just who my child is. I don't remember raising him to be quite so independent, but I know the flip side of it is like my brother said. The flip side is he could be going to just be in the basement the rest of his life, like a lot of these jokers out here. He was like so glad that he wants to have his own, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So this has been an interesting time, but it's been a good time. It really, really has. And I know it has not been the best time for a lot of people. And I have been even gone to Instagram almost daily trying to share messages. I've been doing a lot of singing on my Instagram. <laughs> I like to see to people, but just trying to uplift people and let people know somebody cares. And I've been trying to make send a message too to check on your people more. It's real out here. And we cannot take for granted that people are okay. We have had mandatory FaceTimes, me, you, and our other best friend, Renee. Yes. We have had mandatory FaceTimes, group messages. It has been challenging. It's yeah. been challenging. It has. I mean, it has been. It has been challenging. Oh, I mean, because to, to be, to one, to have your own individual, you know, just stresses, you know, just that life brings itself. Yeah. Your own stuff. And then on top of that, you have the world, everything that's going on with the world. You yes. Know? So it's it's heavy. It's super 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 heavy. Now yeah. don't don't ask me why I didn't get my charger for my battery for my laptop before it started. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna run and get my charger. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay.
So Brandy and I are, I'm, I'm waiting on Brandy. See, she had to wait on me. I was late for the Zoom, but I'm now I'm waiting on her because she done started the, uh, we done started recording Mama's on the movie. She had forgot her charger. Like, you know, we get ready to do this thing that we, and then y'all bear with us because we have not ever done it this way before. But um, we are getting into it. So y'all look for our next episode of Mama's on the movie. It's going to be dropping. What you say? What you talking about? Send us some grace. <laughs> right. We're going to need some grace for real. So we back. We are back. Um, girl. Okay. So let's talk about the churn. The churn. Because we are mamas, right? Mamas. We are mamas on the move. And nothing stops just because we have stuff going on. D-Churn still has to... You talk a little bit about how difficult it was. I went through the same thing with DJ. When they don't... They don't believe fat me greasy. They they don't think that... You know, young people... I I mean, they just don't think anything can happen to them. You know, and they just felt like, oh, this is just whatever. They were taking it lightly. Taking it lightly. And then on top of that, you still have, you know... I mean, we're, we're, we're raising athletes, so they still want to train. They're, they're still trying to pursue their goals. You know, they're training. Right, absolutely. And their regimen does not stop. It doesn't yeah. stop. It can't stop. Because you feel like if I let it stop, then, you know, I'm going to lose my edge. Everybody right. else. You know, so they have their own pressures, you know, that mm-hmm. they're. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we're dealing with that. Then we had to kind of create an environment around here where they could work out here in the house. You know, we do kind of have like a little mini gym set up. But, um, you know, but then we got our basketball, we got a basketball goal outside. So we had them doing workouts here with each mm-hmm. other. They, mm-hmm. you know, he's a football player. So his, his working out is different. Of course, it's different. Right. So, you know, I ended up having to bite the bullet and allow him to go and stay with, um, one of my brothers, his name is, uh, you know, Glenn, Coach yeah. Glenn, yeah. I dare you who he trains with because we couldn't afford to have him going out training, you know, with with someplace else, and and not knowing what what's going on with that, yeah. So we couldn't afford, we couldn't take that risk. Um, you know, even though they were training in small groups, you know, we still, you know, I have an elderly mother that lives here, right? But hey, risk. you had she she would do a home. You had a home. <laughs> My mama is a whole nother story, honey. She was worse than the kids. Trying to get her grandma on the move. Grandma on the move. She grandmama on the move. Girl. I love mama. Tell you though, she is so unapologetic. I love her. She is the real deal. <laughs> she was stressing in our household. Okay, because her little <laughs> ass tail. Oh my god, it was so funny. It was so funny. Oh, child. Yes, but um, but we made it through, girl. That was yes, because you know, we um, of course. They allow start um, NCAA, you know, start allowing certain sports to come back to school, which were basketball and football. So several of our athletes were able to go back to school, you know. So it's it's still though we we still find ourselves in this weird space because it's weird. It's weird. You know, it's just weird. I don't know how else to describe it because it's weird because they they go to school. They're still being exposed to other athletes. That's right now, that but you know they are getting tested regularly. Yeah, they are. That test is just as good as okay. You get tested today, to hell later on this afternoon. You, right. You know, it's damn right. like you got to get tested daily. It's, I, I mean, because I mean, honestly, once you leave your house, you don't know if the people that you around. I remember I told you last week. I'm taking out some new clients tomorrow, and I'm over here. I'm I'm a little nervous. Yeah, but the, I mean, she's pregnant, very pregnant. So I would, I, I'm hoping that they have taken. But I'm like, I'm about to get that thermometer. But now I know because my niece has it. I mean, I don't, you know, she had, she got it, and you know, yeah. she she's on her. I'm um, about two days left of quarantine, you know. And thank God she really doesn't come up here that much. She did the responsible thing. She went right away when she started having, some, you know, that whole thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then so I immediately went to get tested, and then I got tested twice in one day. And from now going forward, I know for me i'm going to that private place that i told you about right they don't do corona testing but they would do it for me as a family and like you as my best friend and your husband but because i know that they i know that them testing a thousand people a day they're not it's not i just don't trust them tests and even when you told me you went to one site and they allowed you to do your own swab 
Like, this is not effective. There's no way that you're going to swab yourself. Oh, baby, you that doctor, when I went to the doctor's office, he went to my eyeball. That's how I feel. Girl, when I got tested, I, grabbed, I literally grabbed the doctor's hand. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, it hurt. But that's the way you got to get that sample. So that told me right there, I'm not going unless I go to Johns Creek now because what I did for myself was uncomfortable, but it wasn't painful. And the one that that doctor did, it was painful. I ain't even gonna lie. It was temporary, but it was painful. I mean, and my natural reaction was to do like this. And the more I did like this, he just kept going up. I said, damn, doc. You know, but but yeah, like dealing with kids, is just, it adds a different thing. But then I thought about like for my child, we're having his graduation too. So he can only bring two people. So me and Ralph going, that's it. they doing the social distancing thing. Um... But my son didn't get his graduation. I didn't get the graduation for my only child. Well, we're doing it Tuesday, but it's different. I can't have all my family, my girls there. None of that. Huh? It's going to be at the football field, stadium. Because mm -hmm. they got it where you got to sit a certain way and yeah. all of that stuff. So, he, you know, they thought they were going to do the prom. They ended up canceling the prom. He came in. He put on his tux. He was like, wow. You know, and so I, I, you, have, you and Renee have helped give me perspective because DJ, as many people know who follow us, he committed to Eastern Kentucky and then he decommitted. Okay. I was like, what? What are we doing? We're decommitting? But the, the reasoning he gave at the time made sense. You know, they gave another year of eligibility for all NCAA. You know, NCAA gave another year of eligibility. So you're going to have all these seniors coming back. Right. So he felt like, let me back, you know, back into recruiting. And because of them allowing, everybody to come back a lot of the spots just weren't there and then so he then the schools that did offer he did get a couple of full ride offers for some good some from some juco's and a couple of small d2 schools but dj's the kind of kid like he wants to be a part of a winning organization yeah. program. i mean and in me i'm looking at like well damn dj they go they say you can come there for free you know like we can go to south carolina this is south carolina it's closer than kentucky yeah. So long story short, last Monday, he's like, he sends me a screenshot from the coach for EKU. And I'm like, okay, well, what that mean? You know, I don't, what, 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 what are you talking about? He said, well, I'm not going to do it right away, but they got a place for me now because they had a few that they had to cut and a few that just decided not to come back. They were going to go ahead and graduate and just move on. Yeah. And I said, okay, but we're going to wait, right? And see what else happens over the next two weeks. Yeah. By six o'clock that evening, he's like, can you send me $10 for this edit so I can re-announce that I'm going to He's impulsive. That's Scorpios do have a a, a tad bit yes, of impulsiveness. Very okay? impulsive because he decommitted impulsive impulsive. I said, DJ, why are you like just because those kids are coming back? He's like, Mom, they got nine pictures coming back that are singers. You think they're gonna put them before? So, so it started making sense. You get me to buy into this, then you go back. So now I'm like, well, what happened to the people that was coming back? So he was like, Well, this person ended up getting cut. This person, I was like, DJ. Literally, I got six weeks to come up with seventeen thousand dollars because they're not giving no thirty. The, the school tuition is thirty one, and wow. I'm like DJ, I got them. You know, you don't get no full ride with baseball. Like, what are you doing to me? So I was mad as hell. I was like, figure it out. You so grown. We got into it. You mm -hmm. go so grown. You figure out how to go. So then here come you and Renee. I was so mad when when he posted the damn thing. You liked it, Renee. Time I congrats, DJ. I'm like, wait a minute. We done already did this before. What the fuck is y'all congratulating him for? I'm look, mad as hell. And then we had to check you because we had to say, listen, this is not about you. This is his moment. This and this is you know in light of you can't make light of it because of just the heaviness of what's all everything else that's going on in the world. This is a big deal for him, a super big deal. So it needs to be celebrated whether he committed, then decommitted, then recommitted. Shit, we gonna celebrate it all, damn it. Right. I was so mad at you, Renee. I was side eye, y'all. Like, this is my nerve. They always, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I need them to support me in trying to talk him out of this shit. But once we got off that three-way FaceTime, I saw it from y'all perspective. Y'all gave me food for thought, and I and I dialed in, and I got on that um, FAFSA and filled out the application, and hopefully we'll get some money. And what we don't, I'm, you talking about? What you gonna do with the money you got sitting there anyway? I'm like, I'm going to redo my kitchen. Shit. Now I gotta come out. <laughs> I'm gonna redo my damn house. <laughs> but you gave me perspective, and you know. 
I was just pushed. <laughs> I was mad as hell. I was like, you talking about what you gonna do to everybody just sitting there? What you gonna do? I was scared to redo my kitchen in my living room. But anyway, and 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 my baby's going D1. That was always his goal. And he and so I told so I said to him the other day, I said, Well, DJ, what about the guys who are coming back? Like, are you like I mean, I just keep feeling like, why are we going to pay if you're not really going to? He said, mom, listen, I will outwork everybody. I'm not worried about who's coming back. When they see me work, I'm going to get my shot. I'm not worried about it. So he kind of took everything I had that I was going to say out of it. He's just, he's just a Scorpio. Y'all are different. I'm glad if I had known he was going to be a Scorpio, I'd have pumped, I'd have pushed his dad up off me and said, come back to next week. Shit. This is just too, this is too much to have a Scorpio. I didn't really, I wasn't really into astrology like that back then, but baby, it is real, okay? It's real. It's real. It's and so, real. you know, these 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 teenagers, it's a whole different thing, and what would you say you learned most about yourself, separate from hubby? Meanwhile, back at the rest of the other day, I ain't gonna lie, seeing Ryan cut all that shit, I'm like, you know what? I'm about to add an extra thing. These gonna have to come with it. Y'all, if you can't go over my girlfriend's house and ride her husband's uh, tree cutting stuff, you can't be my man. I want me a man can do that kind of shit. That's attractive as hell. I'm like, he over here doing real grown man stuff. I don't want nobody talking about, let me see who I can Google and find on what's night. Get your ass out there, right? I'm gonna bring him over there. If he can't do it, I don't want him. But um, <laughs> for real, for real. But yeah. no. But what do you feel like that downtime? What was the biggest lesson that you learned about yourself, Brandy? Not Brandy, the mama, real to her wife. None of that. Just you as a woman. What What I learned about me is what brings me peace. I learned what brings me true peace, true inner peace. Okay. And and that is being more in tune with my spirit, you know, having that time where I can either like do my walks, you know, I go, I go on my little nature walks, you know, I say it's because of Beanie, but hell, it's really for me. Mm-hmm. So these, these walks are for the, the both of us. Is the light, I know it's, you know, we, we transition into, can you see me okay? Do I need to turn on the light? Yeah, turn on the light. Okay, hold on one second. Again, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, this is our first time doing this, but let, but let me say this too though, y'all, please know, us being able to do this in this form, oops, excuse me, I'm sorry, <laughs> oh my God, that's so awful. Us being able to do this in this form, y'all, will allow us to get back consistent, really, because now that we know we can do it this way, we don't have to go to Patchworks anymore. That was more, that was more time consuming, just getting out, being able to get to the studio, da 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 da. So now that we know we can do it this right, this might be the only way y'all see us for a while until yeah. we can figure out how to set up actually because most of the people that we really follow they be doing their podcast from home yeah so we would already talked about we were going to learn how to do it so zoom is going to probably it's going to be the way we do it for a while and it will allow us to be more consistent with delivering you delivering you shows um episodes of mom's on the move so thank you for um bearing with us but yeah so go ahead be finish up what it is that you learned about you you say you learned what what brings you peace what what brings me inner peace and where where i have to focus my attention whether that's you know my nature walks where i can you know have my little time with with allowing beanie to walk but i really i get out there and i i talk to god i talk to god i pray i pray for my loved ones um but then on top of that even girl what the attention that i gave to my house you know like just, just doing little projects around my house that gives brings me peace mm-hmm. you know, so it's like just finding those things that just bring you joy and make you feel good you know we weren't i didn't have to spend no whole bunch well i did spend money on little furniture and stuff i bought but mm-hmm. once i got those once i got everything done it was just a matter of just enjoying it having, yeah. having the time creating the time and the space to enjoy mm-hmm. those that, that we created those spaces that we created like i love waking up in the morning and i girl i see you out there doesn't does, doesn't flower uh watering your flowers bring you a, a sense of enjoyment i mean it brings me such a sense of peace that's one of my things like that i'm gonna answer the same question you're answering so go ahead but yeah yeah but no but really that was it i, I felt like i i had the time to be in to be in tune with my spirit and what what i was really craving for which was just time and and i don't have a lot of time right you know, time, you know and even now like the kids you know, most of our kids, well, I say most of our kids are, are um, well, two of them are on their way out or are back at school. Mm-hmm. Two are 
transitioning to school like within this month mm-hmm. and Dylan, my baby boy, we haven't talked about this. He will be going to school and he's still in high school, but he will actually be going to a prep school in Michigan. Yeah. So I'm going to be an empty nester even before I was prepared to be an empty nester. And but, what, but this opportunity for Dylan is amazing, y'all. Like, can you, can y'all talk about it? Yeah, I'll share. I'll share. He, he has, an, now Dylan is ranked in the top 20 in his, his class. He's like number 16 in the country. And um, in the whole United States. In the whole United States. You know, my baby is a gold medalist. He made the USA national basketball. Two of your babies are gold medalists. Yeah, two of my babies are gold medalists. And, um, but, but Dylan specifically, he, um, has an opportunity to, to play on a team in Michigan and I can never pronounce the city right. Ypsilanti, Ypsilanti. That's what it's called. Ypsilanti. Um, it's a city, a small town right outside of Detroit, but, um, they're, they put a, like a dream team together. So he'll be playing with the number one kid, um, young man in his entire class. Yeah. So he, DJ told me about him. DJ. And one thing I love about our boys, they did, they they all have always played sports. Brandy's three boys and my son, they've been playing sports since they were four or five years old. So they never had time really to hang and really, but they have created their own bond separate from us. And I love how they always celebrate each other. Yeah. You know, like whatever, like even though DJ recommitted to the same school twice, Dylan still posted like, yeah. you know, put a comment down there like, yeah, twin, you know, yeah, food, blah, blah, blah. How they talk and they lingo or whatever, chase, all of them. So, you know, I, I love that because it's so important for kids to have acceptance and support from one another. And Brandy kids are, you know, all our children are humble. And I, and I love that. No matter what it is that they've done, I know DJ used to really look up to Jaden and still does. And just, you know, it, it, I, that means a lot. And I, and I think that, I kind of I digress, but yeah, I, I cut you off. But yes, he's getting ready to play with him. He's about to be point guard to the number one. I don't know the positions like that. I just know Dylan is a point guard. What is yeah, that? He's like a, um um the 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 young man. His name is Imani Bates, and he plays. He really kind of plays the three to four, the the two to three to four. He. He's he's like now she the, know damn well that most of us don't know what no three to four to two is. What the I don't know what that means. I mean I honestly don't know what that means. I swear to God, and and I feel like you did that on purpose to try to make me look dumb, Brandy. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a basketball player. I'm sorry. So you know, in basketball, you have five positions that are on the court at all times, right? The one is the point guard. The okay. two is the shooting guard. The three is the small forward. So they they're a guard. They have good ball handling skills, but they're also big enough to where they can kind of pay, play down low if they need to, right? I know what so down the, low is. That's underneath the basket. Right. And no, like a Shaq. Shaq is underneath the basket. He's a Got big... You. He plays the five. He plays the post player. Okay. So a four, I skipped. So I, we, we talk, started talking about Shaq, so I went to five. But the four is a power forward. So the three is a small forward, so they can play guard and forward. The four is a power forward, so they're normally a little bigger, a little stronger. They can handle the ball, but they also are very physical. They can play down low if they need to. And okay. then you five, which is the post player. Post player is like a Shaq. You know what I'm saying? He's the biggest player on the court. So, um, so this kid that he's playing with, Imani Bates, he is tall enough to be a five, right? Okay. But- Ball handling skills that like a two. He can play the one, two, three, four, and five. So he's just a beast. He's a beast. They compare him to, um, oh my God, not Kevin Garnett. What is it? He plays for the. He used to play for OKC, and then he moved. He tra- um, he got traded. Keisha, why am I asking you? Because you. Oh my God, I know this player. He just. He was. He was with um Steph Curry and um. Oh, the guy who had a real the, the hair that always need a haircut. No, not him. Yes, that need a haircut. What's his name? Why can't um, I? Um, um, um. Oh my God, this is not. Crazy. And I was you don't say Kevin Garnett, so it made me think. I got his face all in my head, but always needs a freaking haircut. Um, everybody know who we talking about. They know who we talking about. That's who they're comparing Imani Bates to. Okay. So, um, so they're going to play on a team together. They're going to play all the top teams in the country. And it's just, it's a really great opportunity for him to put him on a platform. He needs that kind of, the, to play against that level of competition. As yeah, 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 role yeah. In the, the way that he should. So even though it's a little tough, like I'm, I'm not ready for my baby to leave. I'm just not. 
but I know this is what's what's best for him. You know. Yeah, yeah. And he and like you said, being on the stage with somebody, he you know he's ranked in the top twenty. Now he's about to be on the stage with somebody who's the number one player. That's just gonna get him more exposure. Yeah. When DJ kind of presented why EKU, because I'm like DJ, we got full rise of these other schools that may not be as whatever. He was like, Mom, I need to be a part of a school that's gonna play top top competition. D, even though EKU is a D one, it's a smaller D one. But he's like, but we still gonna be playing big D1s, the LSUs and the, you know, all these other schools he was naming. And he was like, I need to be seen on that stage. And I was like, I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad at that. Yeah. Can't be mad at that. So, so you're about to be an empty nester. Okay. So what did it teach me about me as a woman? Well, it taught me, um, for two years now, I've been saying 2020 is my year. I thought I'd be getting married this year, but obviously it's just going to be an engagement. We still claiming it. You know, we still got time. It's been a really weird year. But what it taught about me is that I have needs and it's okay to pursue what is going to just make me happy separate from my son and from everything and everybody else. Like yeah. my family knows now when she out watering her flowers and listening to her music in the morning, don't even interrupt. Yeah, that's her time. Like that's my time. It's time for me to get centered for my day. I don't care who's calling. I don't care who's texting. I yeah. am taking that time just for me. And yeah. sometimes it's in the evening or whatever, but it, it, once a day, I'm going to take that time for me. And I realize it's okay. If people, it, it, It's okay to be selfish. I mean, yeah. it may it may be considered selfish to some, but it's been so long since I just focused on myself. And now I'm I'm getting me another workout regimen going. You know, I have been walking a lot, but whatever is going to give me every single day, I am going to take time for me. Yeah. And some days it's shorter than other based upon what I have to do, but I'm going to take time for me because we we work in a business that can be very stressful. Um, and we are, we're more, it, it seems like it's, it's just about writing a contract, but it's so much deeper than that. It's so much bigger than that. We are helping people who are going through life transitions, whether it's some people are getting married, some people are getting divorced, some people are having babies, some people can't have babies and or maybe just lost the baby. Like there's so much that we are managing with people in their life. Emotionally. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, sometimes the clients aren't always kind. Sometimes the first person, you know, when something happens, oftentimes the first person they want to lash out at is the realtor. So it's a lot. So I, I'm 49. I turned 49 during quarantine on June 11th. And I just know my mom, um, my mom was 50 when she passed away. I'll be 50 obviously next year. And I I can't lie. it, It weighs on me. You know, because I just, it weighs on me because when my mom was getting ready to turn 50, I kept thinking about her mother who died what I felt relatively young. She was like 62. And I remember saying, if my mama just can get past 50, I won't be so worried about her anymore. I just won't be so worried about her anymore. And then she didn't get past 50. So, you know, for me, it just is so many significant things that have taken place in my life that made me just know we just don't have forever. You know, we don't. And tomorrow isn't promised. And so that being said, I think the biggest thing that came for me out of quarantine is that it's okay to be selfish and just do me. And I'm going to do me. And it's not going to always be supported by other people. And that's okay. But if I'm happy and peaceful on the other side of it, that's what's important. Because that makes me better for everybody else. Amen. That's it. And be, un- be unapologetic. Unapologetic about, unapologetic about it. Absolutely. So, you know, that's pretty much brings us to where we are. I know, right? We that pretty much brings us to where we are. If we could. Yeah, we tried to cover as much as we could, y'all. Life is still happening for us every day. I know next episode we'll have more things to talk to y'all about in a couple of weeks. Uh, we appreciate your support. We appreciate you being here. Uh, we, we even thought about putting a pin in Mama's on the Move. Like, you know, can we even continue to do this? But because, again, we have to look for the good in what has happened. Yeah. We know we can do this platform right here. Right. right. From our house. Yep. And then send it to our people to get get it out to y'all. So I feel like we're going to have more mamas on the move and be able to grow this platform because I don't think it's a coincidence that one of my clients that I closed two weeks ago is the manager for one of the top podcasts in the country, The Red, The Red, The Read, The Read. And yeah. so she's already said, hey, send me some stuff. Da, 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 let's see what we can do. I, I believe there's a bigger space for this platform as well. So anywho, um, you all to go and like, you know, go and like our uh, share. Yes, like, share. You know, we're on all the um, 
podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure you leave comments. We need that type of feedback. We love to hear from you guys too. We do. We absolutely would. And we're on YouTube. We purposely do this in this format because initially we were just recording. Um, you know, we met with Candy and she was like, hey, I think video would be better. We immediately figured out a way to do video. Um, so we're, we're doing things to grow, but we, we want to grow to the next level, but we need you guys support. And I mean, I, we've gotten so many DMs. I've been stopped when I've been out. B's been stopped when she's been out saying, hey, when's another episode? I literally got asked that on my Kicking it with Keisha last night. When are y'all going to do another episode of Mama's on Move? And I said, actually, we're recording tomorrow night. So we appreciate y'all. And um, until the next time. Be fooling, Mamas. All right. See y'all soon. Girl. Bye.